This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Guilty pleasures and growing pains with Nina and friends. Take a shot or a sip if you got wet socks, wet pants. (laughs) Take a shot or a sip if... You just gave in and you drank every single day this week. <laughs> I'm with you, Jen. Mm-hmm. High, High five. five. <laughs> There's a new voice on the pod today, and it's one of our radio sisters, and I'm so excited she's with us because she's also the hero of the week. Aww, Jen BT. Hey. Thank you. I'm so honored to be on your podcast, Nina. No, this is so thank fun. You, thank you. Jen BT is a lover's co-host on the 104.3 Jams morning show here at Intercom Chicago. So our girl Krista also is a part of that show, so... We've probably talked about Jen a few times, so now she's here. <laughs> Yay, I love it. Um, she's our hero, though, because we've all got in a little extra bonding time this week. <laughs> because I know that there are people listening all across the country and around the world, but here in Chicago, we got like... 18 inches of snow. That's right. We had hella snow, didn't we, ladies? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. too much. We did, but it's funny because... And usually drives me to work. And her car doesn't do very good in the snow. Mm-hmm. My tires Your are so hootsie. bald. They're balder than Caillou. <laughs> <laughs> What's Caillou? It's a, He's a, a cartoon. cartoon. <laughs> <laughs> I only know everybody else. You, I'm sure you'll know what I'm talking about. <laughs> okay, I had no idea, but hey, there you go. <laughs> I only know because I'm a mom. <laughs> so all you moms out there know. <laughs> and Ange was a nanny, so that's why she knows. <laughs> no, Ange is a child. <laughs> she made a face show. like, that was my show. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why she wasn't driving this week. And that's why Jen was our angel, because she picked up Ange then she would come get me and I I do feel a little bit like it's a miracle that we are all alive to tell the story (laughs) one piece (laughs) and I'm not being mean with this following statement I've managed to find two of the worst drivers in the entire world and they are my friends and they are in this room right now you know what I'm not mad at you at that because I don't think it's true it's true I think you're a bad driver you you don't think you're a bad driver Ange no are you kidding me no. Can you believe this? How many times have I almost died in the car with Ange is unreal. Well, Me too. Did. See, I know I'm a bad driver. I, I'm okay with it. <laughs> I I'm, respect that. I'm, I'm learning. I'm I haven't gotten better, learning. but I'm aware. I'm aware <laughs> See, it's an issue. I respect the fact that you're at least owning <laughs> your bad driver status. This one is in denial. 
it's only because I have 10 different conversations going on in my head at any given time. <laughs> and then add the extra bonus of having you awesome ladies in the car because I'm always driving alone. So now yeah. I'm excited. We're catching up. Blizzard bonding. And now I'm not paying attention to the road. I'm paying attention to the 10 conversations in my head and then talking to you ladies. <laughs> So it's 12 conversations 12 all conversations. happening. That's, That's a lot. You're good at math. <laughs> I mean, it's unreal because she's so unfazed by it, though. That's, yeah. And there's like almost yeah. another level of respect for it. Because when I'm in the car with Ange, I really do get nervous. <laughs> but for some reason, Jen, when I'm with you, I am not as nervous. And maybe it's because I'm in the back oh. seat. So I have like uh, something in front of me. Oh, like and I have a of... bigger car. It's like a bus. Yeah. So maybe you feel more protected and in safe. In the SUV. Yeah. Yeah. Even when she hits the side of her door on her way out of the garage. <laughs> yeah. See, that's the thing. Like, we were literally leaving outside of the garage and I see Jen's car going real close to the side and I go and I thought she was gonna stop and like fix it nope all of a sudden as she <laughs> hits the side of the thing I turn around to Nina and Jen just goes oh did I just hit that oh whoopsie <laughs> it keeps going story of my life yeah and that's like, my legit reaction if like, I what just happened yeah but know. see and now you understand what it feels like when you're cutting off people in your car and almost getting to accidents and running over curbs and all of the above okay curbs are the only thing i've hit in the car with you in there i can't see the floor we've talked about this many times that's not my fault i just Pause. get nervous because <laughs> Ange texts a lot while she's driving yes maybe i'm worse of a driver though because i'm not texting like i'm literally looking at the road <laughs> still <and> making <laughs> mistakes and i know you guys are going to go through the audit of all the things i've done in only four days of driving with me for less than 20 minutes <laughs> i don't want i don't want to make this all a bash jen's it's all good driving it's i know they're kind of funny actually i think today's was my favorite <laughs> i think today's was my absolute favorite because we were i mean angie can tell you about how she ran red lights because she didn't want to wait yeah jen would just show up to a red light and be like and eh, nobody's here i'm just gonna go and i'm like but jen it's the law that you need to stop look at a left red to light. right no one's coming there's no camera you know to okay, give me a ticket i'm gonna go red light but the second red light that you ran was on randolph and there were six of them and you go Oh, I didn't see the red light. And I was like, Jen, there were oh, there yeah. were literally six red lights right in front Bro, of you. Bro, don't blow up her spot so hard that somebody's no. gonna go, Oh, I'm gonna go look at the cameras and see if that's Jen BT. Yeah, that one was shot. You slam on your this is what I don't understand. Okay. So I go, Jen, it's a red light. You slam on your brakes. I hit your <laughs> dashboard and you go, eh. And you keep going <laughs> like you did stop, but then you were like, I don't feel like sitting here, and you kept going. I don't consider that one a major red light. That wasn't a major that, one. I'll stop at the major one. Major <laughs> the one. ones that where other such, cars are present. That's when such she'll a stop. California stop. Oh, don't, like don't even get me together with stop signs. My mom, I fly through stop signs. Oh, my God. I always get pulled over by cops for stop signs. <laughs> and then I charm my way out or I cry. I most wanted over <laughs> I'm here. I'm like, please don't give me a ticket. <laughs> no. Yeah. She's a fugitive. No, I'll <laughs> tell them about today. Oh, okay. No. So today's was actually really funny. And... We were quietly driving to work. We just stopped at Dunkin' to get our coffee. We're making our way in. And all of a sudden, I look up and I'm like, hey, Jen, I think you're driving on the wrong side of the road. And I was. And a truck was coming towards us. And she was. So we survived. 
And and this is the miracle that that is. But Nina, I am in awe of your instincts to be calm and patient at all times because that's literally the voice you used when I was on the other side of the road with the truck coming towards us. You're like, hey, Jen, I think you're on the other side. You may want to move. And you were just calm as a cucumber. I'm like, oh, crap. And I'm like, and, and you know, Edge, oh, my God, oh, my God. So I'm in awe of your of your instincts to just be so calm as a cucumber at all times. I mean, how do you how do you do it? How do you stay so calm under pressure? I don't know. <laughs> and I don't know that that's true. I mean, for that particular situation, I was just saying, you know, beggars can't be choosers because this week an Uber would have cost me like $50 for one way, a ride that would normally cost eight. So thank you for being the hero and getting us to work and not costing me $50. Still, we almost died. I think you're like... <laughs> is more precious than a $50 Uber ride. <laughs> but I appreciate it. <laughs> Nina is just a very patient person, I've learned. Am I? So I think so. You do? At least with me. You I, I believe me a little bit. I believe it. You are a very patient mm-hmm. person. I mean, that was a situation where I would have probably reacted like Ange and been like, oh my God, <laughs> what the hell, Jen BT? <laughs> And you were just, that says a lot about who you are. You're just such a calm, amazing person under pressure. And I think I needed the calmness because maybe with the ice and the snow, I would have swerved and we could have probably died. We could have probably crashed and burned. I don't, I don't want to think about the what ifs because we didn't. We didn't die today. Obviously, thank the Lord. Not today. But I don't, I don't know that I feel that I am what you guys are saying that I am but thank you I feel like you're the type of person where inside you're boiling and you're so mad but you know that that's not going to get you anywhere so you're Mm. like okay let me feel let me see how to read you let me try to help you let me talk to you because I mean I don't know props to you because I don't I do not have that skill that was bad so are you going to get into the car with me again like are you (laughs) can I drive you home or is this relationship over oh no no we're not the girl gang driving to work at four in the morning no no I'm not we're not done yet okay see thank you I need a ride home today (laughs) you're giving me another chance so how many chances do you give a person Nina until you're like I'm done I don't feel safer this isn't working for me well you know this was a new rule that I think that I realized that I have this week actually and part of it is Ange because <laughs> she is um Lord she she's the producer one of of uh, Gabe and I's show and she also is somebody that I'm around a lot for work and social and she and Jen I'm sure you can relate to this because you and I are, are at different places in our lives yeah um than Ange's Jen is a mom she's got two kids she's mm-hmm. married so your patience is also on another level for Ooh, different things. I don't know about all that but thank you um but <laughs> with Ange or anybody like if you have that one friend that keeps coming to you Mm. with like the same problem and they're doing it over and over and over again whether it's work or relationships it's like you have two chances Mm. to get that right otherwise now you're the definition of insanity right doing the same thing over and over and over again hoping for a different result well now you're actually certifiable so with Ange I just use one word grow Mm -hmm. because otherwise I will start yelling and that using grow is kind of a new thing to kind of push you in that direction so you understand because if I yell at you and I'm like that's so wrong figure it out (laughs) you don't get it right and what I'm saying is grow Mm -hmm. because you sound like you did I don't know last week when you complained about the same thing yeah no I feel like I receive um 
you receive that. Yeah, I receive that better than when I get yelled at and when I'm like talked down to because mm. then I feel scared. I feel like well, it's disrespectful. Nobody yeah, should be talking yeah, down to people. That doesn't make you want to do. Doesn't make me feel empowered. Anything correctly? <laughs> yeah, you're yeah. right. I do a lot better with feedback. Critical, yeah, feedback versus being yelled at big time as well. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I almost invite it, though. And I think we've talked about this before. It's like whether it's a coworker or if it's your good friends, like you don't actually care about me if you're not calling me out when I'm doing something wrong. Keep me in check. You don't actually care about me if you didn't point out what I had done because that means you want me to keep making mistakes. And that's my belief. Mm. So I think that the friends that are closest to me and the people I respect them the most are the ones that tell the truth. So, you know, simple as, does this make me look fat? Yeah, I think you look better in the pink one. I'd be (laughs) like, cool. Thank you. You're a real one. Those are the type of people that I want to surround myself exactly. with. Exactly. I'm. Used to, I used to be so scared when she would ask me certain things. She's like, "Does do, is my makeup messed up? Is my eyebrow messed up?" And I'm like, "No, no." But now I get the. Yeah, I need to get better with that. I really do. I think I would be that person. And I hate admitting this. Like if you had broccoli stuck in your teeth and I didn't really know you that well, like I probably (laughs) would let you walk with it. And it's not because I don't care about you. I think it's because like, oh, I don't want to like my instinct is, oh, I don't want to hurt your feelings or make you feel nervous. And oh, this is awkward. I'm just going to walk away. But I remember one of the first times I met you, Nina, and I think it is a great value to have to just let people know what's going on because when we first started working together my mascara was all messed up and you said in a really you don't see you don't even remember remember this this. but you said to me in such a nice way like oh you know your mascara is running a little bit and I was like oh my god and so I looked in the mirror we're both in the bathroom and sure enough I had mascara all running all down my face and Someone else would have let me walk around That's looking so all scary. That's and so, so rem- I don't even remember see, that. This is a reminder to me. Don't let people walk around with runny mascara, no. with the wrong clothes and broccoli in their teeth. Like, just tell them and you're probably doing them a favor, right? I think you're 100% doing them a favor because you know what the other thing is, too? It's like that secondhand embarrassment. Mm-hmm. So some people don't tell people because they feel more embarrassed yeah. than the person actually feels. But if you just kind of step outside of that, I mean, this may be a big act ask for somebody that's still very uncomfortable with that type of conversation but you practice with the people that are closest to you because that's what in my opinion that's true my humble opinion you're more valuable to the people in your circle when you just tell the truth yeah Mm -hmm. no that's true yeah that is definitely true i do have some friends though and maybe i need to get better at this too but i'll admit it where sometimes i feel like they just need to learn how to go through those mistakes because i see them making the same patterns mm-hmm. and i don't want to be a nag like i have one friend that um just dates and dates and dates and i don't ever feel like she's finding the right person or yeah. maybe looking for the right things in the person um but i just want her to be happy and i don't want to i don't want to feel like that friend that's just putting her down so i'm like you know what i'll just let her do her thing she's excited about this new man you go do you oh good for you good for you and and we can you know being friends we can kind of joke like i'm like how old is he yeah. He's 10 years younger than you. I'm like, girl, okay, go ahead. Sell the life out of back. him. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. I always say that, man. The young ones, they give you life. Yeah, they do. <laughs> and you move yeah. on to something else. But I know what you mean. I have a very good friend that is the same way. And I think her and I both have graduated into talking to each other in a different way. Like, mm-hmm. it's a no-judge zone. 
Yeah. So even still, like there's one person in my life that still gets me and I sound like a broken record, but in my heart, in my head, I understand this is not that I just still have lingering feelings and it's just something I have to let go. Ignore me. I don't need advice. I don't need anything. Just ignore me. I'm speaking out loud. Mm -hmm. But with her, there were patterns like you're saying, like with your friend where she was making the same mistakes and because we're such good friends, like I would be excited about this new person. And then she would tell me about how he was acting different. So then I'd have to ask, well, did you send him naked pictures again? Were you calling him all day long? Are your expectations too high? Like, why didn't you communicate? And I'm not blaming her. And of course I say these things in in a conversational way because sometimes it's not telling somebody what to do. It's asking them questions Mm. to probe them to find out the reason why they're doing the things that they're doing. And a lot of the time they don't know. And when you sit with that and you come up with what your why is, I've talked about what your why is in regards to why you work or what your dreams are, but also what's your why in any of the things that you do. And then you start to process it different. And that's how you can make changes. Ooh, I love that. I feel like you definitely expanded my relationships by just saying that because I feel like I'm the friend that you go to when you want to hear what you want to hear mm-hmm. or you want to feel good. I want to feel good. I'm having a bad day. I'll call Jen BT. She'll drop what she's doing. We're going to get drinks. She's going to tell me it's okay. She's going to tell me everything's fine. Don't worry because I'm usually that friend. Um, And I don't know if it's because I'm a fix it type of person that no matter what, I don't want you to feel like something's wrong with you. Let's just have fun. And I want to make you smile no matter what. So I probably need therapy for that. I never had therapy, but but then then let me ask you your why. So, okay. Mm. I love that you've defined yourself as the, I'm the fun friend. Yeah. I'm the friend that's going to be your escape from stuff, but why are you being held back from telling people how you truly feel because when you Mm. are open, I've seen Jen BT be so savagely honest Mm -hmm. in many (laughs) situations and it's in you and and it's like in her head immediately, but you are a kind person, Mm. but why are you holding back from telling them what you truly feel. Yeah, I have no idea. I'm just going to have to explore that. Me and you and Ants, let's get some cocktails. Let's explore those feelings. I have no idea. I do not have an answer for that at all. I have no idea. But uh, great. So now you started a conversation with yourself by thinking, why do I do that? But again, to your Mm self-awareness, this is one thing that we have to appreciate about Jen. She knows she's a bad driver. (laughs) She knows she's your feel-good friend. And you know what your roles are. Yeah. But sometimes I think that a lot of us put ourselves in this position to be the fixer. I'm a fixer too. Oh, you are. I'm a, you know, let me take care of you type of a person to the point where it's exhausting me. So I don't do it as much as I used to, but you put yourself in a box and you almost limit yourself and you don't get to be more than that. Like, why can't you be the friend that says no, you know, why can't you be the, the person that says like, Let's not drink tonight. I, I mean, I don't know. Yeah. Whatever it is, even though who would say that? <laughs> yeah, you know what I? No, think you're right is? about that. I think it's also the people you surround yourself with because I know there's some people in my life where I can be like, um, "You're fucking up. You sound crazy." But then there's some people that I know will flip out and be like, "You don't know what you're talking about. This, this, and that," or that you can't call out because of how they will they won't receive it. They'll reject it. That's a very good point because I do have people in my life where I will be brutally honest with, and maybe Mm -hmm. it's just my delivery because I feel like you do a very good job, Nina, of saying things that are honest, but in a way that wouldn't crumple someone. So maybe it could be my delivery. Um, But I do have those friends that I kind of have to tiptoe around because they're really not good at criticism, Mm -hmm. no matter what. They just see it as you attacking them, no matter how nice I think I'm putting it. Right. 
I know. And I think that that's one of those moments, too, where it's like, grow. <laughs> grow. Just grow. Yeah. Not you. Them. Them. Grow. Yeah. But to fix it, I mean... I don't even know that you can necessarily fix it in those moments. Like with my friends that are that way too, I almost frame it in a way that it makes it their idea. That's a manipulation and I'm fully aware. (laughs) (laughs) And, um, I don't, I don't know why. Like my, my mom sometimes even is that way. Like she doesn't take criticism very well. And she would say, I don't either because the way that her and I communicate isn't, we, we, we don't receive each other's communication, which caused a lot of conflict in over the years. But I think now my mom and I are at a place where I've learned that she needs to know what, why, like this makes me feel, or I see that you're feeling this way and you want to validate somebody's feelings. So then once you validate somebody, then you can take it a step further and pose questions again. So Mm -hmm. it's a manipulation, but at the same time, it's not, it's opening somebody's mind to see themselves and not feel attacked because anytime somebody is defensive or won't receive it or any type of criticism, it's because they're insecure. They're being defensive. And listen, we are all guilty of this mm-hmm. big time myself included i don't like to hear things about myself <laughs> but i know how important it is to receive it and i think that it takes a mature person yeah to be sure. able to receive a certain amount of criticism and i think the three of us in this room had to get good at that quick because of what we do for a living mm-hmm. oh for sure yeah um but then there are certain types of criticisms that i won't receive like if you're going to talk to me about how i deal with relationships fine and this is my flaw this is my self-awareness but don't tell nina how to do her job let me tell you <laughs> don't tell me how to do my job that's my baby mm. that is what i've sacrificed my life for and I will take criticism and input and I want to grow that's not what I'm saying but when you come at me and say you should Mm-mm. oh no oh, don't use those words yeah. that's when I'm not patient anymore and that's when the fire comes out. <laughs> I don't blame you. Yeah. But it's the positioning, like you're saying. And so, I mean, I don't know. You just have to know your people. Did you guys ever read the... I didn't read it. And I probably should make that homework, actually. The Five Love Languages. Oh, my gosh, yes. I love that I've always wanted to read that book. And I haven't read it yet. Me too. Because I think that it's supposed to be, you know, for lovers or Mm -hmm. whatever, like romance. You know, everybody needs to be loved a different way. Mm -hmm. But I think there's something to the way that people are communicated 100% too mm-hmm. you know and so God, we really should make that that homework. book is you so should. good I will read that again because I learned so much about myself with how I receive things well literally how I receive things and how I give out things so I feel like my love language is physical touch mm. um, and I'm just I'm more of like an emotional based person when it comes to love like I just want time I just want attention I don't care about stuff but I love to give stuff if that makes sense yeah but you- what are the other languages? Do you remember? So there's physical touch. There's giving and receiving. Um, I don't no, remember. Yeah. I read it back. Words of affirmation. Well, yeah, words of affirmation. I think that one's my love language. I think Big it's time. mine too. Yeah. Uh, and time. And um, time. Dang, yeah. Okay, so if you're listening, you're like, guys, you're so <laughs> stupid. I read the book. <laughs> These are what the five love languages are. Well, okay, well, we just gave ourselves homework, and Jen didn't know that she was going to be stepping into homework, but I think <laughs> it would be cool. How many weeks do we need? Like, one? Two? I think we need, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, once we get the book. It's an easy read. Yeah. So once easy we read. get the book. I need this book in my life. Because let me tell you this. I think because I allow people to overstep my boundaries for the mm-hmm. sake of, 
I need to be kind to you and I don't want to see you crumple for anything I do or always being, you know, the fun friend or the nice friend that you go to. I feel like a part of me, it just makes me a little callous. And I didn't even realize this. So some other homework to put um, with the love language is that I was with two girlfriends not too long ago and they said they took this quiz and it was how difficult of a person are you <laughs> and it's all that. it's a pie chart and there's different sections of it and your score is based on you know these like callousness was one I forget what the other sections are I'll send you guys the link yeah, I and take I don't <laughs> think I'm a difficult person so I took the test and apparently I am a difficult person and the big part of the of the pie chart was callousness like just have like just becoming very callous and very hard kind of Ange, what you said about not trusting people maybe just because people are always overstepping your boundaries you just become a little hard-edged and it blew my guarded and Mm -hmm. it blew my mind because that was the first time I ever was self-aware that I was very guarded and I was like I don't think I'm a very guarded person and of course one of the females is a social worker slash therapist and she's like mm, I see that in you I do too <laughs> she's like I got the same score and the same type pie chart and my other friend who I do find very difficult got she isn't a difficult person to be with and I was mm. like I'm I'm just I don't know what is going on but she's a very successful uh, director of an organization. So, of course, she can't be that difficult, right? No, she I has just, to be a leader. It feels like what the difference is between you and this person is that you perceive as difficult is that that's a person that knows what their boundaries are, knows how to ask for what they need, can communicate clearly like what all of that is. Meanwhile, you don't. Right. But you are starting to build up whatever animosity that you feel towards people that usually take so much from you and I get to that yes, point too. That's yes. where I'm at right exhausting now. sometimes. Yes. Oh my God, yeah. it's so exhausting. And you probably even heard, it wasn't even that long ago, I was like, I'm sick of it. Everybody comes to me, they're trying to suck the life out of me. <laughs> I need, And you need to plug yourself in sometimes. Yeah. My little baby meltdown is where am I supposed to plug in? Yeah. How do I get energy back? And so that's why I turned into an introvert and I I'm just stay at home and watch out. movies. Other <laughs> right. than a vacation, I really do want to maybe like ask people on Instagram or Facebook, like what's a way to unplug or recharge without obviously taking a vacation because we can't do that right now. Hobbies. But, find something you're good at. You're right. I mean, there's a list. I know the answers. It's just like, but then you have to do them. You have to have the energy to <laughs> oh, do them, no. but you don't have the energy. So yeah, where I am know. I getting the energy? Oh my God, it's a vicious cycle. <laughs> oh no. I just thought the answer was wine. It's not wine. It is wine. <laughs> it's For not, now, it's wine. It's wine not to-go cocktails. <laughs> wine is how you shut off. I know how where the off button is. It's, it's not just... Bridgerton. <laughs> yes, it is Bridgerton. <laughs> oh, man. Everybody needs a guilty pleasure, which is why this podcast is called Guilty Pleasures and Growing Pains. So at the end of this deep conversation, I decided I wanted to leave you with a tantalizing tip. Oh, I love the alliteration. <laughs> I, have I get I love. Yes, I get turned on with alliteration. Anyways, keep going. Okay, that's another conversation <laughs> for another day. And get turns on, gets turned on when people like give her facials <laughs> like she starts sliding off of the chair because she's so turned on i could see that i could that'd probably be me oh Thank my you. god you weirdos i think it's a touch next thing. no we're gonna next podcast okay because <laughs> i i wouldn't say that the only thing closest to that that makes me excited is food so anyway, next podcast <laughs> tantalizing tip for the day i just think that it's cold outside. There's a lot of snow. People need validation. They need mm-hmm. plugs. They need all of those types of things. So today, I actually talked about this on the air is the importance of touch. But I also learned this week that ladies, if you would like to achieve a higher level of, I'm trying to not say the word, what's a higher level of satisfaction mm-hmm. from your interaction of intimacy, wear socks. 
Oh, yeah. Socks. Yeah, I didn't know that. I don't wear socks. I don't enjoy wearing socks during sex. And so it said if you wear socks, women specifically, because we get more pleasure from heat. So if our feet are warm and if we feel the heat of their bodies in warmer rooms and stuff for women, and maybe not everybody, because if you're listening and you don't agree, well, then you're the just don't knock it till you try the, it. Exception to on, the rule. Put on the socks. These are, <laughs> just, just put on the <laughs> just put on the socks and get back to us. And now everybody's got a drawer next to their bed. That's now the sock you all drawer. have homework. Well, now I am. Yeah, that sock drawer ASAP. <laughs> now everybody's got homework. Get your socks next to your bed and get the five love languages. Okay, Jen. Thank you for being here. Thank Thanks, you, ladies. Jen. Wow, I've learned so much in this small amount of time. So thank you. I feel like I growed as a person. Grew? So grow, grew, growed. <laughs> I grew. You grew. Okay, grow. We just we just got off a show, and my my brain. You know, good luck with me in the cars, ladies. Uh, Oh yeah, I'm I'm driving you home after this podcast. See what you do next. So (laughs) if I can't even say grow right in past tense, then I don't know how I'm going to get us home. (laughs) (laughs) This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.